0: Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best, hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Oh, there you are!
1: It worked!
0: Yay! (laughs) I'm glad of that. (laughs) because you know we had to improvise the last couple weeks yeah but that's okay we i'm glad it was able to click in for you me too all right so first of all i want to start off by saying i hope everybody whoa what was that i'm not sure can you hear me i I can hear you okay because you now you sound a little low
1: You said it sounds low.
0: Oh, man. Hold on. Okay, say something.
1: Can you hear me okay?
0: Yeah, that's fine. We're good now. Okay. Okay, so first I want to start off by saying I hope everybody had a great holiday week. A lot of folks had some days off this week Mm -hmm. and some shopping and some eating. And we also had only three days of soaps.
1: Yeah. Lots of eating.
0: <laughs> lots of eating. Oh yeah. <laughs> Listen, girl, I I'm trying to uh space out because I'm I'm gonna go once once we're done with this, I'm gonna go in there and make me a plate because I got leftovers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um yeah, I was just saying lots of eating. I did some shopping today too.
1: That is one thing I didn't do. Did you do online shopping or you went out and shop? No, I have a
0: one of those outlet malls like two minutes from my house. Mm, okay that place was packed to the highest level of packtivity
1: yeah i can't do black friday shopping i tried it once and it was it was it was frustrating
0: yeah i mean some of the okay so and i don't want to go out because people might be like can we get to that south straight but <laughs> um i did go to the croc store they had a sale mm-hmm. where you get buy two pair and get two free okay um where else did we go we went to I went to the to the purse store I went to Do- Dooney and Burke they had a purse that I think it was regular price 300 I got it for 75. Oh nice. Yeah so I've been all eyeballing that and finally I got it on the right day but it wasn't no line in that store it was almost feeling completely empty. But yeah, so we did some shopping. We spent about five hours and then we came home and everybody crashed. So, Mm. all right. Let's go ahead and get this show on the road. It probably won't be as long as usual because we only have three days this week of the week of November 21st through November 25th. Um, And so... Oh, let me give my formal welcome. Welcome, you guys, to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where Keisha and I recap both The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful, again, for the week of November 21st through November 25th. Um, we, We do The Young and the Restless first, The Bold and the Beautiful in the second half of the show, and then there's two segments at the end where we flip the script and take several seats. So, and I usually give a summary right before, and then we break down the storyline. So without further ado, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Let's start with the Young and the Restless. So let's see. Hold on. My computer is acting crazy. Okay. All right. Here we go. So Tucker, no. A surprise encounter lifted Lily's spirits. Adam urged Sally to consider his marriage proposal. And Tucker called out Nate for betraying his family. <laughs> All right. So where you want to go with this? Let me start with Nate. Yeah, well, Nate is, uh, I'm going to have to give a side out of Nate because how are you going to make a a date with your girlfriend who decided to come back to you? And you up in the office, kikiing with Victoria and having a drink with her. Did you see that part? Are you on mute? Hello? Okay. All right. So, did you hear what I said before we got kind of
1: cut into? Yeah, you're talking about Nate and giving him the side eye because of his important and I put in quotes his important meeting mm-hmm. with uh Victoria which was just them talking, you know, having casual conversation. It wasn't a meeting.
0: And they start having little casual drinks when he was supposed to be meeting her mhm at the at
1: society. Right. Which is making me wonder are they going to this obviously I feel like is going to have is going to play a role in further relationship issues with him mm-hmm. because you see that he's putting his career right now ahead of Elena mm-hmm. unnecessarily because even Victoria was like hey don't you have to aren't you supposed to be going to meet Elena and he chose to stay there Yeah. So, yeah so I wonder if that will eventually maybe because Nate I feel like Victoria pretty much dotes on Nate like mm-hmm. it's almost like she's taken with him in a way so I wonder if that's going to turn into something more at some point between, yeah. Them, and come between them yeah I'm wondering if they're going to
0: go that direction by having Nate you know kind of gravitate toward Victoria mm-hmm. um, for the November 30th um episode Elena's going to question his loyalty so that leads into what you were probably talking about you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. so I wouldn't be a bit surprised that he's going to be breaking dates or working late and my thing is you begged that girl to come back and she came back to you after the whole espionage, blah, blah, blah. Even Devon told him, like, I mean, told, <clears throat> told her, like, you gonna take him back? And he was like, oh, he changed and blah, 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 you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, she's going to get a rude awakening, it seems like, because look like the more he gets closer and deep into that Newman media position, the more him and Victoria bond
1: and remember when he first came back to the show when he okay. was the, the other guy, not the current Nate.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Victoria was the first person that he kind of gravitated towards. Like he was interested in her romantically and I can't remember exactly why she shut it down. I can't remember if she had just maybe gotten broken up with Billy or what it was. But she kind of shut Nate down when he expressed his interest in her.
0: Yeah. I mean, then he ended up with Abby,
1: yeah, hmm
0: So I don't know. I just it's like, why did you? The girl looked like she was gonna leave town. <clears throat>
2: mm-hmm.
0: She decides to come back. She accepts him back, and then turn around. Now you're gonna pull Nate toward Victoria. I don't know. I gotta say, I'm I'm really giving a side eye to the production team on both sides Mm both shows why is that well and i mean there actually there's an article out there about bradley bell and how the fans are livid with him right now especially on the bold side Mm -hmm. but there's they just announced that susan the girl the lady that plays um diane jenkins she's she's gonna be leaving exiting Why did you bring that girl onto the show to reconnect with Kyle only for her to now you're going to get rid of it? They were in negotiations with Mark Grossman, right? Yeah. Because it was up in the air on whether he was going to resign. So they ended up keeping him but having the Diane uh, actress Susan um, exit.
1: Just came
0: out earlier today.
1: I feel like that's a bad move. Of
0: course it is. Now, I mean, much as I want to keep Adam around, but why get rid of her? Yeah. I mean, if you want to get rid of somebody, somebody that's not really making an impact on the show, I don't know. I
1: mean, we don't get to really see Allie a lot. Or. I feel like that's developing them. I would almost say get rid of Tessa because oh, they barely yeah. show her.
0: Yeah, we don't really see either her or Mariah that much.
1: Yeah, send Tessa on tour and have Doesn't Mariah go they- with her.
0: Exactly. Why not? And the other thing is, is that look like from the episode that we saw who was that? Um, Wednesday? The whole baby thing fell through Yep. because the girl decided to give it to a family member. So I don't know. My thing is, I just, I just don't. What is going on? You know what I'm saying? I mean, Young and the Rest is the ratings are down because that came out as well. Really? And, huh? I said really. hmm The ratings are down, and so they they published that Wednesday, and I'm like. It doesn't surprise me because on the YouTube side of the world, on my channel, Bold is popping. Young and the Restless is slow. And I don't know if it's because the storylines isn't as interesting right now. You know, of course, Bold is popping because of that whole revelation of Thomas. You know what I mean? Yeah. But... Even that, and I don't, I'm going to save that piece of the whole Brad Bell story over to the bold side when we get there. But yeah, I'm like, I'm giving side eyes on what, what, what is going on? Why would you bring that woman back to town, put her in Kyle's life, put her in Jack's life, and then now she's going to exit. Yeah.
1: So I, I wonder if they, was it, I wonder if it was an exit because she didn't agree with the contract that they wanted to give her or. Was it just them saying, we got to pick between the two of you, we're going to get rid of you, and it wasn't even an option for her?
0: Well, I had already been told that he was on the chopping block and that he wasn't happy, meaning Mark Grossman. Okay. And so then it came back out to the public that obviously they must have came to an agreement, which in that case, if he's saying, well, you're going to give me this amount of money and keep me around they mean that mean obviously they had to cut somewhere else you know what i'm saying so maybe they went to susan and said man you know i'm sorry you know you you've been back after some years you just got here we can only give you this and she probably like "Mm, no
3: Mm.
0: so we'll see i just i haven't really found that exciting factor and I love talking about it that's not going to have me stop talking about it but you can tell when something is really rolling like the whole thing with the Ashlyn Locke thing because that was hot they should have kept him
1: yeah for sure I was disappointed when they killed him I was disappointed when they switched his storyline up and made it to where this whole time he was just scamming Victoria exactly because
0: honestly, I think Ashlyn and Victoria were a match uh, romantically. Yep. I agree. In business, romantically, they could have they could have been a power couple. Yeah. You know, and then you get rid of him, and it's like okay, and then everything just went downhill. They had a the little bit of investigation, you know, and then that's when we lost Ray too. Yep. You know, it's, it's like, what are y'all doing? We we lost Amanda. We lost that whole family of hers. I don't know. I guess Amani's not
1: coming back. Yeah. I was wondering if they were going to, if they were even going to address Amani's absence because she still works for the company. Yeah.
0: Unless they just eventually just keep saying, oh yeah, Amani's working from Virginia. Maybe they'll just have a, come back later I don't know it's just it's just crazy and I guess you know um, Michelle must have had a lot going on because the thing is they had that other girl feeling for her for a while
1: yeah yeah so I thought she was feeling it for oh wait a minute
0: that's right she was feeling it for Amani wasn't she yeah Mm -hmm. and I feel
1: like Amani's character like her character is the personality of that character Mm Mm-hmm would have been strong enough to stick around even without a man there.
0: Yeah, she could have, <clears throat> you know, because here's the thing. The only reason, and pretty much the reason why, um, what's his name? Uh, Nate is where he is, is because of the fact of all that pushing from Amani. Right. Now, I don't think she would have pushed him into espionage, But she was like, push your ideas, be strong, don't be afraid, go do this, go do that. And then all of a sudden she's gone.
1: Yeah. So. And I wonder what her reaction would would have been when she found out what Nate did.
0: Exactly. Or even bring her back and make a triangle where, you know, she's like the COO. She quits um, over there at, at, um chancellor winners and now she works with newman media and elena shows up and say i'm back and she's already you know what i'm saying they really played that up and it just it just didn't happen so
1: yeah i'll say um one of the things that kind of annoyed me about elena this week was when Mm -hmm. they were at society and she she saw devon and she's like you want to join me and nate for a drink at like, casually, it's almost like she casually asked if Devon wanted to join them, as if Nate didn't just try to plan to take that company from his family. Yeah, like, it, was not, you, it was too soon. Yeah, just because you decide to forgive him doesn't mean that his cousins are going to forgive him as easily. Like, this man tried to r- almost ruin their family business, and you're acting like he just I don't know. Forgot to pay Devon a few hundred dollars back
3: or exactly. you know something
1: something minor. Like this wasn't minor. Mm-hmm. He did a terrible thing to his family. It's not you can't don't just casually think that they're just going to say, "Oh, well, he apologized, so we're going to forgive him." And the thing is, um I don't even think Nate still doesn't truly feel like what he did was wrong. Because he only, again, only apologized to them because Elena was going to leave him. The only reason why he came clean was
0: mm-hmm. because Elena
1: was going to leave him over it. Right. And then still would not confess to who he was working with. So I agree with Devon and Lily. Like, my thing is if you really want us to forgive you and want us to work towards um, healing our relationship, then you should have no issue telling us who you were working with. Yeah. And this was even before, like, he got that job at Newman. Like, it, the job at Newman wasn't even a topic of conversation when he, you know, decided that he wasn't going to tell who he was working with. So it was like, why? What, is, what are you, well, he ended up gaining a job. But at the time, like, he, you know, he didn't know that was on the horizon. So what were you gaining from further, like, alienating your family by not telling them who you who you were working with so they can possibly try to protect themselves from that person or that company. So. Mm. I don't know. It, it, to me, it's
0: like you say, I, it's too soon.
1: Yeah.
0: Just like you say, just because you decide to come back, didn't take the job, decide to get your man back, especially now that he's a CEO. Mm hmm then you expect Devon and Lily to be like, oh yeah, let's sit down and break bread together. No. Right. <laughs> it's not happening, you know. So I think she, honestly, you know, if I was her, I would have been like, you know what, I'll text it, But he didn't even show up anyway. But right. I would have texted him and say, hey, let's just meet at the coffee house or go to the top of the tower or something else because that was bound to turn ugly. right? You know, even so that you... whole conversation that Tucker and, and Devon had, Tucker had, and see, that's the thing. Tucker is a hot mess. <laughs> you sitting up there jumping in Nate's face about him being a mole and trying to be defending your son when you got a mole still working there.
1: That's why Tucker is so good, because he's, he said all the stuff that he said to Nate with a, with a straight face. Yeah, knowing he that he's behind the scenes doing some shady stuff himself,
0: and I think that's the difference between him and Victor. You know, Victor is up to something, whereas Tucker hides it. Yeah, he's he manipulative. Mm-hmm. You know, Victor tell you to your face, "I'm checking, I'm checking for you." <laughs> <laughs> whereas Tucker be like, what? What do you mean? What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about." Yep, you he's know a good actor. He's a good actor, and <laughs> so for Devon, and Devon kind of gave him the side eye. Like, look, I can fight my own battles. Yeah, because you were doing too much. He was loud too.
1: Yeah, he was. He kind he did. It, it was a little, a little aggressive.
0: <laughs> yeah, and they sitting up there looking at him like he want to be. Your, I'm his father. You know, how could you do this to my son? I'm like, dude, really? Right. I guess you you got Audra sitting up in there. Come on now. (laughs) I can't wait to that thing. And see, that's the other thing that's about Young and the Restless right now, is that they're so slow. I think, you know, um, that whole Audra thing is slow moving. You would think by now, as fast as they busted Nate uh, with this IPO thing, they should have busted Audra by now or
1: something. Yeah, I don't even think, have they even made the decision on whether or not that they're still going to go through with the IPO? Not that I know of. Yeah, so even that's still lingering around in the air.
0: Yeah, that's it's so slow moving. And I think people are losing interest because the storylines are all over the place.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And there's nothing coming to a hilt. I mean, this whole thing with Chelsea has really took center stage for this month. Yeah, you know, with her and Johnny, and you know, what the top of the towers thing, and you know, now in this thing with Billy, that's been the centerpiece of this whole thing. I mean, we're not saying that we haven't seen anything else, but that storyline has been moving further. That girl got out the hospital in three days, yeah, yeah, compared to. You know, us finding out whether they had they're gonna do the IPO. Girl, I don't know. Anywho. Um, but yeah, I thought that was crazy the way Elena handled that situation with Devon and even, you know, um Tucker handling that whole situation with Nate in front of Devon. I'm like, man, just wait till it all come out.
1: Right. Which is disappointing. I was I wasn't hoping that Tucker was not there under malicious intent when it came to Devon. Like, I was hoping that maybe, excuse me, especially knowing that Devon lost um, Neil, Mm -hmm. I was hoping that maybe Tucker would be there truly to try to repair his relationship with Devon. But as we know, that's not happening. Mm -mm. Or at least to him, I think to him, he sees it as he's doing something for his son. hmm Because, you know, trying to make sure that that company is all his, or Chancellor is, is his, or whatever it is that he's trying to do. He he is he's justifying it to himself, and I think that he thinks that maybe Devon will accept that once he explains it to him, but it's like, no, Tucker. <laughs> that's not the way to do it.
0: No. Mm-mm. Not at all. You know, so, girl... Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Okay. What else we got for Young this week? Okay. So, what do you think about um, this whole thing with Lily and Billy? Because, as much as it seemed like it's bittersweet for her, because it's one thing she feels sorry for Chelsea. Mm-hmm. but because he's been spending so much time with her and his attention is so focused she looked like she really really is not happy about that yeah
1: and i don't blame her like you can you can she can have sympathy for chelsea and what she's going through and be understanding you know with her mm-hmm. about it even in the like the initial actions that billy took i think that she has she was okay with that because he was there, you know, to help Chelsea literally come down off the ledge. Mm-hmm. But it's not like him and Chelsea are BFS.
0: Right. Him and
1: Chelsea, um, their connection is Johnny. So right. outside of that, there there was really there was really nothing else there's nothing else between them. I mean, yeah, they had they worked on the podcast for what, a couple weeks mm-hmm. they stopped doing that, but it's not like they were, they were close friends before this happened. So the fact that he is continuing to try to insert himself in her recovery, um, I, I don't blame Lily. I would be annoyed and I'd be side-eyeing him too. And, and asking him like, why do you continue to put yourself in the middle of, you know of her recovery you don't need to be there she's got sharon who is a professional she's got adam who is the father of her child she's got chloe who is her best friend like she has people that can be there for her and help her billy does yeah. not need to be one of those people and he just is not getting that through his head and i think most of it like i understand the explanation that he gave lily before you know because he he's been in a dark place like he knows how it feels blah 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 like i get that um but i feel like most of it is driven from a, again his dislike for adam because adam is involved he has to feel he feels like he needs to be there and try to assert some control over what goes on with chelsea because adam isn't any good for her or adam is going to um i don't know maybe Derail her, his her progress, and it's like, why would you think that? Mm-hmm. Like I I know why he thinks it just because he thinks Adam is a you know a, a, a horrible being or whatever, mm-hmm. but deep down inside he knows that that's not that's not what's happening.
0: Yeah, I mean it's just bad. It's it's like, dude, stop. Take enemy and I mean and. He was inviting people to dinners and stuff. She specifically told him. Oh, I don't think that's a good idea. We can talk about it. She ended up inviting uh, Chelsea to Lily and Devon's anyway. Did you see that part? I must have missed that. That was either on the preview for next week or at the end of Wednesday's episode.
1: Because hmm. I haven't <laughs> seen Monday. Huh? I said, yeah, I don't remember that part. Yeah. He invited Chelsea, what was it, for Thanksgiving or just for yes. dinner?
0: Thanksgiving. Mm. You know, it's like, how you just going to do that? She already told you. And you just going to do it anyway?
1: Be, being
0: a busybody. Exactly. And it was so funny when they came back to the coffee house pretty much Lily and Sharon had to tell Billy to go sit down somewhere. Yeah. And he wanted to go up there and and they were like, oh, who's that, Sharon? Sharon was like, well, she's spending some time with her son.
1: Yeah, mind your business.
0: (laughs) Exactly. And he was like, well, I should just go up there anyway. And they was like, no. Let her have some space. She ain't no baby. I understand what happened, but my goodness. Yeah. And I, I feel for Lily because it's like, dude, but it doesn't surprise me. I feel for her, but I'm not shocked because he'd been doing this where he did it with Victoria, mm-hmm. he did it with Phyllis. He, this is who he is. Yep. And anybody who dates or, you know, get into a relationship with him, you got to know what to expect. I don't know why Lily thought that she could change him. It worked in the beginning for a while. But he always go back to who he is. Yeah. So, and it's like he disregards her feelings. She didn't tell him several times. And then it's like, okay, well, you know, I'm going to go over here and I'm going to ease my way. Yeah, right. Ease your way out of what? Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so, but she did have
1: her spirits lifted because we got Daniel in town. Yes, and I'm excited about that. Daniel... So, and, go ahead. I was just going to say, Daniel, Daniel and Lily have always been one of my favorite um, couples. I was disappointed when they broke them up um, you know, years ago, and they both went their separate ways with their significant others. But, excuse me, they were always one of my favorite couples on uh, Y&R.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm wondering if they're going back in that direction again, though. I hope so, because that would be very, very interesting.
1: Because yeah.
0: look like next, also next Wednesday, Daniel reminisces with Lily. With Lily, oh, next Thursday, they're they're going to be sitting back reminiscing. So it's possible that them talking about the past, that could bring up their relationship too. Yeah. It could. I don't know, but that's a possibility. Especially that's her ex. Yep. So I mean, if they start talking about stuff, plus we found out with um, Daniel talking to to Phyllis that you know what's his wife's name? Heather. Heather. Yeah, and the baby girl. They are in Europe somewhere, and it's almost like they broke up. Yeah. So. If he's a single free man and the way Billy going, she probably will be too. There's the open door.
1: Yep. So I see that happen.
0: Yeah, because I'm I'm over Billy. I mean if y'all gonna put that man with Chelsea, just go ahead and do it already. Yeah. Cause it's annoying to have all the stuff going on and Lily is just dealing with it right, right. now.
1: And like you said, he's just disregarding her feelings. Exactly. And just being he's stubborn. He's being hard headed about it. Yeah. Like and what
0: looking. I mean, and seriously, and what got me is like I said, that happened on Wednesday. It's either the cliffhanger for next week. You know how they have the previews yeah. the previous week uh for the next week, where she he's up in at the coffee house telling Chelsea to come to the dinner at Devon and Lily's. And I'm like That girl didn't give you the
1: green light to do that. And you did it anyway. Right. And that's... that's,
0: I would be pissed.
1: (laughs) Yeah, even if I was Chelsea, I would be pissed. Because, don't invite me somewhere and you haven't even checked with the host. Which is... And her family.
0: Your girlfriend's family.
1: Now you got me in here looking, you know, looking all stupid. Mm Because they didn't know I was coming. (laughs)
0: Exactly. Mm Mm-mm like I say I'm over Billy, you know, and Chelsea maybe she can deal with him cuz she he he's uh just as chaotic as she is. Yeah. So, who knows? Who knows? So, yep. okay. but I'm looking forward to seeing if they can you know if they're going to put Daniel and um Lily together eventually.
1: Yeah, me too. It's an obvious
0: uh, move in my opinion. Exactly. Exactly. So let's talk about some addicts because mm-hmm. they invited Diane to Thanksgiving dinner and Ashley was being, I get it. She don't like this woman, but she was rude and disrespectful. Yeah. Now I know she pissed off at Diane, which she might have every right to, but it's other people in that room that was trying trying to enjoy
1: Thanksgiving. Right. What's your thoughts on that one? Um there were definitely some cringe worthy um moments and comments due to mm-hmm. Ach- hello you still you still here okay I can hear you now okay due to um so due to Ashley's comments and behavior was she definitely um uh, made it I feel like it would have been like an uncomfortable environment just mm-hmm. because, you know, she's causing all that tension and making all her little comments and I just think at least for that one day she could have put all that stuff to the side and just just ignore Diane, don't talk to her. Yeah. You don't have to say anything to her at all.
0: I agree. Um even uh Tracy had to tell her about herself. She was like, Dang, it's Thanksgiving. Can we get a break?
1: Yeah. Remember? Yep. And you my know. thing is if you I'm sure she probably knew Diane was gonna be there. Mm-hmm. Go have dinner with go hang out with Abby if you don't wanna be around her.
0: Well remember she tried to, but she Abby's at work.
1: Go to go to her restaurant and help her out. Go have yeah, dinner. Yeah, go now. to society. Yeah, if Diane is that much of a bother, just remove yourself from the situation.
0: Yeah, because she did end up at society looking for Abby, and I don't think Abby was there or wherever. But um, Or did she go to the chancellor house? One of the two, but she ended up at society because she said she couldn't take it anymore by sitting at that table with Diane. Okay, fine, but you ain't got to be rude. You know, I mean, you don't like the girl. I get it. You can't stand her. You're on a mission to take her down. But all those open, rude comments in front of the group of people, pull a girl to the side and say, hey, I'm watching you or something, you know yeah. what I mean? But yeah. they're in there mm-hmm. sharing nice stories, having a good time, and she throw a, a grenade out there. It's like, girl, if you don't stop, right. you making yourself <laughs> look like a fool.
1: Yeah, exactly. You
0: know, and she's sitting there, you know, Diane's just sitting there like, oh, yeah, keep doing what you're doing because you don't want to look crazy yep so alright um, what else I'm trying to think is there anything else with Diane this week not much was it
1: I don't think I don't remember it being very much with her this week yeah I can't not off the top of my head I can't think of anything I didn't have any notes for this week
0: mm, okay well, the other, only other big storyline uh, on this three day soap week was how Adam proposes to Sally. Yeah. Then turn around <laughs> and show up at her apartment drunk. A mess. Oh, I'm, I was so pissed off at the writers. Now, there is interesting, and, you, and I saw you reacted to my post on Facebook because yeah. it did come out. Saying that in the week of the, of November twenty eighth through the fifth, she gonna kiss him mm-hmm. in her suite. But um how you gonna first propose? Well, Adam, I mean Nick and Sally showed up there to have an evening together. He sits over in the corner with a and sent a bottle of wine over. And then toast to them and eyeballing them and spying on them all night. Yeah. When she. What'd you say? Being a creeper. Being a creeper. And then when they get ready to leave, he decides that he wants to get two minutes. Tell her, marry me. She didn't want to hear it. He tries, she tries to leave and then he grab her arm and Nick is about to take his head off. Right. Now, I. This whole thing is a mess. And then she turned around. She slept with him again this week, too.
1: With? Nick.
0: Nick was- oh. you talking I'm about the- Nick, right? Yeah, I'm talking about Nick. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. I'm
0: wondering, and this is the big story that's been rolling around for the past couple of days, with the whole news of Nick, I mean, Adam and Sally reconnecting next week. If they sleep together, I have a feeling we're going to have a who's the daddy situation.
1: You think they would give Nick another kid on that show? Hey, anything's possible. I mean, he's still (laughs)
0: childbearing age, so... That's true. I mean, it's possible that... (coughs) Excuse me. I mean, they already got an issue with Christian. They both were with Sage... Somehow, well, Nick ended up marrying her, but then the baby is is Adams. It's like, why do you have to get entangled with everybody Adam has dealt with, except for Sharon? Because Nick, Sharon was with Nick first.
1: Yeah, but it's
0: like, really, writers, you so that's what we're doing. So throughout the history of this show, the next person that Adam gets with, what Nick gonna get that
1: one too? Yes. <laughs> I had to one thing that I have to side I Adam about is that he keeps throwing Sharon out there.
0: Yeah, that was stupid.
1: And it's like you are the last person that needs to be throwing Sharon out there as a a deterrent right for Sally because Sharon has also been an issue for you in your relationship because yeah, exactly you're away from her.
0: That's why Chelsea tried to poison Ray over that whole situation. Right. So, cut it out. (laughs) Talking about you're just a replacement for Sharon. He ain't been sniffing (laughs)
1: around Sharon in a while. Right. And that's what I was saying to myself. Like, when was the last time him and Sharon were even romantically involved? Like, it's been years. Keisha, the other thing is Sharon is 110%
0: single. If he really was pining after Sharon, go get her. Right. And not like she's with somebody. Right, oh, that whole statement was so crazy. I'm like, where did they get <laughs> that from? It yeah. doesn't make sense because, like you say, it's hypocritical because he's been there, yeah, and, and now and it also is stupid because of the fact that Sharon is completely free if he wanted, he can go and try to get her. Yeah, he pulled that one out of his you know what, the writers pulled that out of their you know what <laughs> <laughs> girl. I agree with you, but it's just like, what was y'all thinking when y'all wrote that one little line about Sharon? It didn't make <laughs> sense. It did not make any sense. Yeah, it didn't. Um, okay, so, and you know, it looks like, like I said, next week coming up or whatever, the, is she gonna say yes? I don't know. She There's a whole thing where she gonna be whining I didn't want to admit to it, but I still got feelings and all of this type of stuff. Why did you have to take us through three months let Chloe talk you out of it only to do this?
1: But I know yeah, not sure. only that, even Nick gave you the opportunity a couple times exactly. to figure out your feelings. You know, to make sure that you were really truly over Adam before anything else happened between the two of them. And you mm-hmm. see- she swore up and down, or you know made the decision that she didn't want anything to do with Adam exactly. You, you go and sleep with him after or kiss him after you've basically told Nick that he's the only one that you wanna be with, mhm exactly, like, less than a month later <laughs> mm-hmm. yep, yep,
0: yep, yep, oh we I wanna move on with you, I like us. I like you, I like we, I like us and all this other stuff she was saying early this week after she slept with him before they had their little celebration. And now you're going to be up in the room smooching and here's the thing, it's going to get real ugly next week because, and that's so it's going to be so bad that Victor's going to have to intervene between these two brothers and he already told him with bringing sally into your life because adam is with uh, or was with her it's gonna be a problem yeah he didn't want him. victoria told him the same thing yep and it's like hell you know, no i don't worry about it. that's none of your business that's my private business i know how not to keep business and, and pleasures. like yeah okay whatever nick yeah I, I, don't, I don't even want to hear what you
1: got to say. What'd you say? I said he definitely was hard headed in that area.
0: Yes. I mean, it's like, dude, what what did you think was going to happen? You know your brother. You know your brother. And my Adam thing told- is, I'll- go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: I was just saying that even Adam uh, told Nick that he was still in love with Sally.
0: Exactly. Exactly you know and it's just like and you this boy got this man still got feelings for her you know that she's not sure she's lying to your face you know that she's still trying to figure this out right she said that on the last week that we was on the week ending the 18th oh i don't know i'm confused i'm still conflicted why would you even deal with somebody who is, is still have feelings for somebody else and especially your brother? Yeah. So, girl, that whole thing is a a hot mess.
1: Yes, it is.
0: All right. Did we cover
1: everything for this week? Um, for the most part, I, there was a little convo between Tucker and Jack
0: oh yeah it was what do you think about that
1: whole thing I mean it was really just Jack calling him out over his plans and Tucker again this is why Tucker is a I I love the character because he's such a good he's like cool about when people confront him about things Mm -hmm. it, it was almost like he just turned it around on Jack like is that what I'm doing is that what you think I'm doing who told you this? Oh, did it come from Diane? The one that nobody trusts? Like, I just, it, it was just funny to me the way he handled Jack um, confronting him about, you know, whatever his plans were for Jabot and comparing it to how he said that he was back here to win Ashley back and all this kind of stuff. And he was just what? Hello? Are you still uh-
0: there?
1: Every time my phone, so my phone will black out if Mm. I don't touch it occasionally. And every time it does that, I guess you can't hear me. Oh, okay.
3: Um, Mm
1: -hmm. I was just saying uh, that I don't think Jack got the reaction from Tucker that he thought he was going to get when he confronted Tucker about the, the news that Diane gave him. Oh, okay. So To me, it seemed like Jack left that conversation and wasn't really wasn't hmm. as satisfied as maybe he thought he was going to be. Um, well, he here's my ready. thing here's my thing on Jack. That's why he
0: was always bested in business. When you got something like that, you got to move methodically, especially when you're dealing with somebody like Tucker coming up to him saying, You did this, and I heard this, and you said that. He should have known that wasn't going to work. Yeah. You don't never show your hand until you have all your ducks in a row, all of the I's dotted, T's crossed, all of that stuff. He just coming up, busting the dough, talking about what Diane said. And dude was like, look, I'm going to have to pour a second drink because this is a two drink minimum conversation. And I'm like, yeah, because I mean, as much <laughs> the sucker is is the bad guy here. It's like, Jack, did you think this through before you just ran up in there and throw accusations around, which were right.
1: Yeah. But
0: it's how you handle it. There's no way Victor would have put, showed his hand like Jack did. Yeah. He would have said, oh, is that what he's doing? Okay. Let me start digging around behind the scenes. And then when I confront you, I'm going to show you where you went wrong. Jack just went in there with nothing. And that goes back to what you said, where, it seems like he left unsatisfied with the result.
1: Yep. Yeah, and I guess yeah. what he would have needed to do is tell Diane, don't don't tell him that you let me know what was going on. Like keep carrying yeah. on. Keep carrying on as if you're keeping this secret for him. And then, yeah. while I plan out what, you know, what my move is gonna be.
0: Yeah, I was looking at Jack, like really, Jack? <laughs> That's your move. You're just going to go up in there, just blurt it out, and you're not really prepared for somebody like Tucker. Yeah. I mean, don't share what you know. He don't know that you know. Catch him. Right. You know, and blow him up in front of the world. Because the only thing he, you tell him when he goes in there to confront Tucker, all he's doing is having Tucker re-strategize. Yep. Because now that he know that Jack know, now he got to move a different way. You don't want to help him. Yeah. Because that's what he would be doing. If I come up in there and I say, I know what, I, I know what you're doing, all he going to do is figure out a way to even go even more deeper in how he moved. But yeah. if he felt that he was riding high in the position that he was already in because you didn't tell him, but you know, then he would just keep moving like he was moving. Right. And you could catch him easily. And now he he gonna make it harder for you. Yep. So yeah, I wasn't feeling that at all. I was like, come
1: on, man. Yeah. And then the other the other small thing with Diane this week was um uh the conversation she had with Ashley when she was basically, I think was it was that this week when Ashley was when they were talking about the drug dealer that she was dealing with, and Diane was like, if if he comes oh, yeah, to that town, was
0: this week mm-hmm. if he
1: comes to town and you know tries to hurt any of my family or your family or whatever it was she said that's gonna be on you and I'm thinking to myself like Diane you just you came back from the dead you were a you know a supermodel or a model. You're the mother of one of the biggest CEOs internationally. Like you're attached to the Abbott family. Do you think that that hasn't been in the news and that that man couldn't find you if he wanted to? Oh, yeah. He'll be here next week. (laughs) Like regardless of what of what Ashley and Phyllis and Nikki do, that man was going to find him if if he wanted if he wants to confront Diane. Mm hmm it would have been easy to locate her because of Of she's attached to people that are probably in, in, you know, this universe and in this world that are probably in the tabloids or the media Mm -hmm. one way or another. So yeah, I thought that was kind of a, a flaw on the writers to, to say that that was going to be for Diane to try to put it on them. If that drug dealer comes back into her life as if she's not part of a family that is, is well known already
0: well i think where she was going with that because the dark tri or I, I should say with the evil trifecta aka the three stooges are trying to get him to come here aren't they or am i wrong about that because if they try to egg him on to bring him to town which i think is supposed to be phyllis They're bringing this man into town to really shine a spotlight on to, you know, on to Diane. Why bring this man to town when he could hurt other members of your family? That's what she's talking about. Because they they got a part in this, too. You know what I'm saying? I can't hear you. I don't know if your screen is black.
1: Think Either way yes, it would be stupid for them to bring him in town. Mm-hmm. But if this dude is really... So this this is what would be the interesting thing. If they... When this guy starts, um, you know, when they start putting him on camera, if he's in the mindset of, I want to move on with my life, I don't care how I got put in jail, or if XYZ righted me out, or whatever the case, Um, and he just wants to move on with his life and forget about it. And then they like coax him into coming into coming to Genoa City, and letting them know that Diane is there. Different story, yeah. That that's that's wrong because you're bringing a danger, a potentially dangerous man into your family's lives, mm-hmm. who's not just going to affect Diane. If if somebody like that wants to hurt somebody, normally what they do is hurt the people that you love, which is Kyle and, and Harrison and Harrison. Yeah, maybe even. Um, summer because it's Kyle's wife mm-hmm. but if he gets out of jail with the intent of I'm going to find Diane because I know Diane was the one that sold me out and threw me under the bus and this is why that's why I ended up in jail then it wouldn't have mattered either way right so I guess it just depends on what what how the character is going to be when he gets out of jail exactly yep and maybe that's
0: the way they exit her. I don't know. Because I heard some rumors about her coming up missing. Mm, okay. So I don't know if maybe that's the way they do it or something like that. But with this exit that was just announced, you know, it's like, how are you? This girl just got here. She ain't been here for, what, six months?
1: Yeah. Uh... Yeah, maybe around six months.
0: Yeah, you know, so I don't know, but um, I, I agree with what you're saying. It wouldn't matter either way whether he comes on his own volition or if they bring him there, it's still coming after the Abbott family or Diane. Yeah, so. it's not like
1: she's hiding from
0: this guy, like, right? He's in the open, she got a job as a PR person public relations over at a multi a multinational cosmetic company
1: yeah. and fashion house. And she is a model who everybody believed was dead and is not anymore. Like, she was a famous model at one point.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, she's in the open. She's taking pictures with the family. She's, so he could easily get out of jail and say, oh, okay, you in General City. Okay, cool. Let me get right. out. Right. So all right did we get everything uh yep i think we did okay let's move over to the bold and the beautiful all right so i gotta say this is a very explosive week but it's also it's bittersweet because as much as it's interesting it's also a lot of people are unhappy about several different things so i'm do the, the summary, and then we can talk about some of the things that people are not happy about, and then get into breaking down the storyline. So, uh, for the week of the 21st through the 25th, Douglas confided in Steffi. Steffi confronted Thomas about the Douglas admission. The bride received conflicting advice about her wedding. And then, of course, we also had Stephen and his girlfriend come into town, which... Patrick Duffy and his real life wife was the actress. So,
1: okay.
0: Yep. All right. So some of the issues that even though everybody's watching, I mean, the views are down, but a lot of people talking about it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because even on my YouTube side of the world, a lot of people have stopped watching. They're all in my comment section. It's like, you know, I can't stand this. This is irritating. It's getting on my nerves. I can't believe they did this. And so the biggest thing is redeeming Thomas only to destroy him. Yeah, That's the biggest thing right now. It's like you gave this man a brain tumor. You had him redeem himself by saving Liam and Bill out of jail. He now gets custody of his son or shared custody of his son. And then hope is now cool with him.
2: Mm -hmm. She's
0: overlooking and hiding secrets, right? Yep. Only to destroy this man. Because once all this comes out, it's over. Yeah. Everything in his life is going to change.
1: Including his relationship with his son.
0: Yes. Oh, Douglas. Douglas can't stand him right now. Yeah. You can tell by the disdain in his face. He yeah pays attention to him, but he's looking at his dad like I don't believe this.
1: Right. Again.
0: Again. <laughs> he brought that up because he even says this. This seems like the best situation. Yep. Um. So it's like, is Matt Atkinson leaving? Are y'all going to get rid of the character? Y'all going to send him off to International? What What's the purpose? Why did you build this man up only to destroy him even worse than before? Because with the brain tumor, he had an excuse. Right. Same way as Pam did. Because Pam had scar tissue, which is, and then she started acting right, right? Right. He don't have him. He's doing this in full sound mind. Yep. So how do you bring this man out of the corner that you're writing him in?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I wonder. Is like, what are they gonna do now? Hmm. And it's like the only thing that they could do is he's leaving the show. That's the only thing I can think of. Because how- who's gonna want to be bothered with him now? And, and the thing is rumors have
0: it is that Steffy's might try to fire him from Forrester.
1: She's pissed.
0: This yeah. is not done. Even though the wedding is is and I did a video about that on the YouTube side of the world which cuz um yeah, she's going that wedding is over and I don't want to give it away too much if you want That if you guys want to find out on your own cuz I don't want to spoil the whole thing. I do have a video on the YouTube side where it's entitled um, Steffi Blow, Steffi's name and her face is all over it. But you'll see it. CBS Soap Dis recap on the YouTube side. So I'll put that out there. But his son, his dad,
1: his mom, Steffi, Hope,
0: all of them are done.
1: Which were all people that were in his corner at one point. Exactly, exactly, and
0: then they're saying, and this is a rumor that um both Hope and Liam
1: are going to try to sue for full custody, which that oh, that makes me so angry, yeah, it does, because that them doing this has just given them all the ammunition um for them to be able to say he's he's an unfit parent because he manipulates his son to basically interfere and ruin other people's lives like and, if,
0: and all they got to do is play the recording he said My, um, Tom, uh, Thomas is unstable in his voice yep. that's all you got to do they can play that recording in court and he is cooked right you know I just I am just not happy with this and a lot of the people you know because I, I was reading the room the comment section in facebook youtube wherever and they're like it's clear that hope and thomas have chemistry so a lot of there are some group of fans that want to see them two together the right way um can you hear me hello hello Can you hear me? Uh your screen on black. Okay, there you are. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. All right. So, um yeah, that whole thing, um i is it's just it's disheartening. Mm-hmm. Um because, like I like I was saying, you know, they want they there's a the sector of fans that want Hope and Steffi. I mean, Ste uh, Hope and Thomas together because there's clear clearly chemistry there. The, yeah. The other thing is is that they don't like that at they don't like the brother and sister separation in this. Mm -hmm. all over
1: Brooke did you see that in a lot of comments I I didn't see that but I felt the same way like this is all like basically Thomas is about to be alienated from his entire family because of his hatred for Brooke Mm -hmm. and I also it also bothers me that okay so like the conversation that Brooke was having with her dad Mm-hmm. and um his girlfriend and she was saying how you know I don't trust Thomas um and they were talking about how they think or how Thomas and Steffi you know uh had this whole crusade against Brooke so they could get their parents back together Ste- you know Steffi talks bad about Brooke too um but especially Thomas I I don't trust him because of the things that he's done in the past he, ta- he talks bad about me to his father. And I'm thinking to myself, Brooke, you also talk bad about Thomas and Steffi for Rich. To, to Rich, right. So don't even, don't even start with that because you do it as well. It's not them. It's not only them talking bad about you. You do it with them. And the issue in that whole thing is Rich because what Rich should be doing is mm. checking his kids when they disrespect his wife. But also telling his wife, like, look, I know you don't get along with my kids, but you're not going to disrespect them in my presence.
3: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: I will respect the fact that neither one of that you guys will never have a good relationship. However, I'm not going to let you, unless they have, like, specifically done something, which in a lot, in a lot of cases, it's just both sides, bat mouth the other side. Mm-hmm. Unless they have specifically done something, that's a different story. But in just general conversation, he just allows either side to make snide remarks about the other. He just lets it go on instead of cutting it off. So for somebody that you are just so deeply in love with, Brooke, the way that she would talk about Thomas and Steffi sometimes to to Ridge, that shouldn't be acceptable to you.
0: Yeah, it shouldn't be. I mean... The ouch. The crazy thing about that is, like you just said, is that he says nothing. You just let this happen. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple times he tried to push back to the kids, like, don't. That's the, my wife. Don't talk about her like that. But it's not enough to stop them. Right. And then when he's around Brooke, like, I I don't trust Thomas. I don't want him here. I don't. And it's like, dude, what do you do? You need to just be by
1: yourself. Yeah. And I don't even know if, if I had that much distrust in someone, someone that I'm dating or that I'm married to and it's mm-hmm. their child. I don't think that that relationship isn't going to last. It's not. There's no budget. Unless, you know, he mm-hmm. himself makes the decision to completely cut his child off and not have anything to do with them. You know, maybe with the actions that happened with Beth, that would have been an acceptable reason if he wanted to do that. Mm -hmm. But that has to be his decision, not because you're forcing him to do that. You can can never make somebody, I feel like, choose between you as their significant other and their children. Mm -hmm. So that would have needed to be a decision that he makes on his own. But if that's not going to happen, then it's probably just not a good idea for you guys to be married anyway. No. Because really, all you're going to be doing your entire marriage is trying to get your your significant other to side with you on everything because you don't like his kids.
0: Yep, I mean, there's no way. I mean, just like my kids are adults, like these two, you know, Steffi and and Thomas, I couldn't be with somebody who always talks trash about my kids. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't. I mean, because if, if I don't say anything, like, look, you need. I, I understand they talk, they, they might not like, but that's even a hard situation to be in, to be with where your kids don't like your 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 new husband or wife, and then your wife and or what or husband don't like your kids. That's a tragedy waiting to happen. You know what I'm saying? Hello. Okay, yeah, I said that's a tragedy waiting to happen, yeah, you know, I've been
1: having to balance it like you being the person in the middle, having to balance those two relationships, mm-hmm. like two of the most important relationships in your life, and both sides basically hate each other that has to that's mentally exhausting,
0: yeah, but the problem is is that with Ridge is that yeah he loved his kids but I, I hate to say it it seemed like he loves Brooke more though
1: oh absolutely because his relationship with Brooke would have been done decades ago Mhm. if he didn't love her more than he cared about his relationship with his kids yep
0: I mean, and then the other problem that there is several different things that a lot of people complain about. So we talked about the whole thing with Thomas and destroying his character. We talked Mm -hmm. about coming in between the relationship between Steffi and Thomas. The other thing is, why would you bring Taylor on, had his whole romantic thing with Ridge, only to just throw her back under the bus? Right. It's like, why would you do that? And then it makes her look bad. A lot of people saying, well, her character being a psychiatrist, what type of person would do that? So it trashes the character's credibility.
1: Yeah. Well, they trashed Taylor's credibility back when Thomas first started showing the signs of of being basically a psychopath. Mm
3: -hmm. Because
1: she was the one that was supposed to be treating him. Mm
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's like if she was treating her son, then she is a terrible psychiatrist
3: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so that that they yeah they they have done a good job of making Taylor look incompetent,
0: very much so, and then the other thing is too, with this situation with her getting married to Reed, she now knows what's going on, and she's not saying anything. she's not the one that's gonna blow the whistle on this. Which makes her look like a liar. Because you... Ridge always said, I want to be with somebody who don't keep secrets. The moment it comes out that she knows and that she was going to marry him...
3: hmm She should have said something. She
0: should have said something. She should have stopped that wedding, moment go, and say, look, tell your father to come up here. Steffi, tell exactly. your dad to come up here.
1: Exactly. That's exactly what she should have done. Instead of walking down the steps like she's going to carry on with the wedding. mm mm-hmm. And if I was Steffi, which... I guess this would be part of my flip, so I'll save it. Mm-hmm. But, yes, it should have, she should have absolutely stopped the wedding at that point. Now, I will say, um, when they first, when they found out, you know, the whole, about the whole CPS call,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and, like, we were talking about last week when Steffi said to her dad, like, is this the reason why you went back to mom?" Mm-hmm. And he said, No, I'm you know, basically I'm with her because I love her. Even if they were to go through with the, the wedding mm-hmm. and then they waited until afterwards and she said, You know what, I didn't want to ruin our day. Um, so that's why I didn't say anything beforehand. We can now we can deal with this as a family or whatever. Even then I don't feel like Taylor would have been wrong, because Rich said himself, "This is a, that's not why I'm with you. I'm with you because I love you, not because Brooke did something to make me mad." So then, it would that would have made him look like a hypocrite if he would have gotten mad at her for not telling her before they got married. Because mm-hmm. then it's like, well, you told me that we were together because you you love me and you mm-hmm. wanted to be with me, not because of something Brooke did. Right. So now are you telling me that you only married me because you found out that you thought that Brooke called C P S, not really because you're in love with me and you just wanna be with me. Like mm-hmm. what difference does what difference does it make? Right. If you found out before or after. Mhm. But at the same time and I feel like that's why Steffi is so adamant about um Wanting them to tell Ridge before they get married. Because I think she knows deep down that... That's why her dad is there. There's a big there. possibility.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. there's a big possibility that what wouldn't have happened if um, that CPS
1: call had not happened.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, and then there's the other part of this too. Because there's the part number four to this whole thing. is Brooke. You got men mm-hmm. fighting to be with you. Uh-huh. And you sitting around letting this man who did not tell you anything, you beg, you plead, you travel to Aspen to get this man to tell you this. And he runs off. And I know I've said this before on previous shows. But he runs off, runs up to Aspen, didn't tell you. Go up uh-huh. there, and chase Taylor all over the mountains. Come back and say, we done. She wants to know what happened. You don't say anything. You sleep with Taylor. Spend a week, two, three days up there before coming back to L.A. You come back saying that you gone and then turn around and you make a dress and propose to your ex. And you begging and falling all over the place crying for this dude to come (laughs) back to you. And you got Bill Spencer, one of the biggest billionaires in the world, who is telling you, which, uh, that's another conversation. Because yeah, at first, yeah, you know what? Because before the whole thing with Katie happened, I was like, why don't you just go with Bill? But Bill getting a side eye after, yeah. what was that, Tuesday or Wednesday's episode? But um, I think it was Tuesday because the dad came in on Wednesday. Um. yeah. But I mean, it's like, why would you even want to be with somebody who did that?
1: Because
0: it's like she's obsessed with him. Or is it she obsessed with him or obsessed with winning?
1: Probably
0: a little of both. Girl, it's a hot mess. I I'm like, it's, and a lot of people are saying, girl, I hope she don't take him back when he come crawling back to her because you know he's gonna do that
1: and this is, this is where the writers could possibly have a win is if they don't go down that if they didn't go down that path that we expected them to mm-hmm. which is for him to go running back to Brooke mm-hmm. when he finds out the truth about the CPS calls
3: mm-hmm. and
1: for him to instead of going running back to instead of going running back to her and trying to get back with her telling them or telling Thomas personally like this wasn't necessary because I was going to marry your mother regardless
3: Mm -hmm. but
1: since you did this like now you're cut off from XYZ or now I need you to go do this in order for you to get back in the good graces of the family or you know something like that and then when Brooke finds out what really happened and probably tries to go running the ridge like expecting him to come back to her him telling Brooke like "I, I understand you know this may have Triggered my anger with you and pushed me a little more towards Taylor, but I was going to marry Taylor regardless of if this happened or not. I'm sorry that that Thomas did this, but this is where I want to be, right? You know, this is where I want to be now. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, know. I, and but,
0: honestly, I think the whole Brook and Ridge thing is so overplayed. It's been so long bringing on new Taylor. Krista Allen, there's a lot of chemistry between those two.
1: I agree. I totally agree.
0: Let it there's play out. There's a lot out. more
1: chemistry, I feel like, between Krista Allen and Thorsten K than there was with um, Thorsten Hunt- K and... Hunter? Ty- I guess.
0: Hunter Tylo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, one she is so whimsical and bubbly. I and, know, I love her. You know, I mean, she's, she's a sweetie pie. And the thing is, I think that's just her personality. Because when I see her on Instagram, that's just who she is. She'll crawl up, cross her legs on the couch, get real silly and laugh and giggly. That's who yeah. Krista Allen is.
1: Yeah, I've noticed that too on her IG page. She's brought a lot of her personality into the character.
0: You know, and she's funny. She throw these little weird cracks and jokes and things like that. But then when she can get serious, she can get serious. And she give out these weird facial, you know, expressions. I would like to just see that whole thing play out just to have a fresh new couple. I mean, even though it's Taylor, it's a new couple because of Krista playing the role and the chemistry there. To just send him back to Brooke where she's looking down her nose at his kids. And acting snooty and doing all these other things. It's like, why we got to go through another two years of that? Right. Right. Only for her to do something else with Bill or Deacon. And yep. then they're back broken up again.
1: And you know what's going to happen. If they put them back together, you know there's going to be something else that happens where she messes up. But the thing that the writers do on this show is they always play it to where she's got some type of out. So like with Deacon, it was because Sheila spiked her alcohol
3: champagne. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: with Bill. It was because she was upset about thinking that Ridge ran off with what, what didn't she think he ran off with? Um,
0: um, Shauna, what's her
1: name with Shauna or something,
0: mm-hmm. ran off to
1: Vegas. Yeah, so there was always some type of little caveat in there to where she could. She could blame something other than herself. Right. As to why she did what she did. And Mm -hmm. then everybody accepts it.
0: Yeah, it's almost like she's the focal point of the show.
1: Oh, she absolutely is the focal point of the show.
0: Because if you're destroying families around this one character, it's like... And then, oh, girl, I couldn't... Donna, she had the nerve to say, isn't it a red... She should see that it's a red flag for... One man to jump from a woman to another woman. I'm like, uh, excuse me, the divorce paper. I mean, the ink wasn't even dry on divorce papers when you moved up in the <laughs> Forrester mansion and Quinn was on her way out.
1: Oh yeah, I think we I think we talked about that last week.
0: Was that last week?
1: Uh, yeah, I think okay. we mentioned that last week. How she had the nerves to do that, and you're absolutely right. Uh, Donna Donna didn't got with has officially gotten with Eric, and all of a sudden she's some. She's got some type of high moral compass and is calling everybody else out on the stuff that they're doing because she's just, you know, such an innocent, saintly person who has never done any of this stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, and then the other thing is Eric, he just, he simps for Brooke so much. And it's just like, he does it in front of his, I mean, in front of anybody who will listen.
1: Yeah, and I think that's why the the Brooke and Ridge relationship is so annoying because pretty much everybody on the show is a cheerleader for them. Exactly, and it's just it's just sickening. Like everybody is invested in that relationship for some reason.
0: Yeah, Carter, it, it, Justin. It, it was Carter, Justin, her sisters, Eric. Only people that's not vested in there is Taylor, Steffi, and Thomas. Right. That's it. Because even there's a part of Ridge who keep looking off into left, to the left, or to the right, and, and staring out in space, thinking about this Brooke. Is
1: me almost Like, dude, if you want to be with Brooke, then go be with Brooke. Like, nobody is forcing you to be with Taylor. You're doing that on your own. Even Taylor told you she was done chasing after you, and you wouldn't chase after her. But then you want to go you
0: want to go sit and reminisce about when you were married to Brooke. Yeah, see, you know, and that's the thing that's going to be real interesting to me because he's going to be so pissed off at Thomas, (laughs) as he should be, right? Mm -hmm. But he also has to take some uh, responsibility in that because them both of those ladies, both Taylor and Brooke, asked him what is going on. Why are you doing what Mm -hmm. you're doing? And he never answered either. Yep. You just was moving through these ladies, back and forth. Well, he went. He left for her to go up to, because technically Taylor was done. She and, wanted that time to herself and Aspen to just regroup and get her head on straight. And he took right. his, he took his his old self up there, and then talking about I want to be with you. I don't. I broke up with Brooke and all this old kind of stuff. And she ran all over the place trying to get away from you. Right. You know, and ask you specifically, what did Brooke do? No answer, crickets. (laughs) And Brooke is like, what did I do? No answer, crickets. Man, please. Yeah, you can be mad at Thomas, but you need to look at the mirror and point them fingers right back at yourself because all of this could have been avoided. If he had to say it from jump, Brooke, why did you call CPS on my son? She'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about right so girl i'm so over that Uh, a lot of angry people about that storyline you know and um just to me just like i said the whole thing why did you take us through a year and a half two years of rebuilding thomas only for you to do this
1: yeah
0: so like you say unless he got another tumor but I think that's that's out because he said, this ain't the same. No, I'm not sick. I don't have anything. Remember he said it was on Tuesday when he was up in the room with the ladies? Yeah. He pretty much said, yeah, this is all me. <laughs>
1: yep, he did. And the way that he kept trying to stop Steffi. Yeah. It's just, I'm so, oh. I'm so frustrated with Thomas. I'm frustrated with him with the way that he um,
0: tried to manage, yep tried mm-hmm.
1: to gaslight uh, Steffi tried to gaslight his mom, gas, tried to gaslight his son. Which and none of them bought it. None of
0: them.
1: None of them bought it. They were all still. They were all upset with him about it, and he was just sticking to his guns, like he just doesn't see that anything that he did was messed up. Like for you to go to the lengths of calling child protective services on yourself, like that that is a, a new level of love. Yeah, like you he, he misuse your custody.
0: Yeah, he misused the system in order to stick it to Brooke.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: That type of stuff is extremely important when you're reporting child neglect, child endangerment. And you use the system and this app to say it was Brooke. I, I just, and and the thing is, because some people was like, Brooke needs to take some responsibility because she always poked the bear. And when people like Sheila Carter or even Thomas retaliate, or Quinn, they get caught holding the bag. So she say things. She get in your face. She said, yeah, Yama, I should have your son taken. I should call CPS. I'll do whatever it takes, which is what she said. Yeah. She jumped in Sheila's face talking about Steffi and, and Finn. They're my family. You can't be bothered. And Sheila was like, who are you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> and then when you, it's almost like playing with a, a, a um a rattlesnake and then you get bit, and then you want to cry foul. Right. Now, should the rattlesnake bit you? No. I mean, but the thing is, you was provoking. But the the problem is, what Brooke does, she provokes, but it's not as strong enough as what a Sheila or what Thomas has done. I mean, you, you, you pretty much tried to, you broke the girl's sobriety. That's bad.
1: Yeah, that was awful. That was bad. And, and then, then you... And there, that was another... Um, so, this was the other thing to this is before, uh, when, like, when Stephanie first found out about the call, mm-hmm. people were like, oh, she's not going to say anything. She's just as bad as a manipulator as Tom and she's going to keep quiet. And I'm like, you guys have forgotten that in the past, Steffi out at Thomas about something else he did and I can't remember what it was but I remember people back then saying that Steffi was going to keep quiet and she didn't she told on him I think she was the reason why people found out I think it was the the best situation I I just can't remember exactly what it was but I remember people saying the same thing that Steffi was wasn't gonna she was gonna keep quiet
0: yeah it was a it was a flood of comments, especially on Facebook, was saying, man, I'm really not a Steffi fan, but she did the right thing. Yeah. You know, a lot of people say, I really don't like Steffi, or I can't stand her, but she actually stepped up this time. And I'm like... <laughs> right, she called her
1: brother out. And I, I for a, a split second, I thought when Taylor walked in that Thomas was going to try to cover up, you know the whole we have something to tell you
3: mm-hmm.
1: with maybe him saying something like I don't know mushy or something right before she got married but Steffi was like uh no your son called CPS and she and he, he used his voice changer like mm-hmm. she came right out and said it
0: yes she did
1: so I was happy that she did that
0: um what else, uh, I was gonna say something else yeah because he tried his best to back himself up out of that Oh, yeah. mom, it's nothing. Oh, it, you know. And then when he his son had already confronted him. And then when Steffi found out about it, he she turned around and said, Thomas, I can't believe you did this. Oh, he don't. you know how kids are. You don't know what he's talking about. I'm like, no,
1: no. Right. No, that's not a good move. Yeah, yeah it
0: was bad. I had some faith
1: because I, I knew, I felt like, Stephanie would not be the type of person that would try to manipulate a child and mm-hmm. she knew that Douglas knew so I, I didn't see her like going back to Doug, Douglas and saying let's just keep this quiet so I I kind of felt like there's no way that she wasn't going to say anything because of that mm-hmm. um, but I wasn't, I wasn't relieved until she actually like came out and said it
0: let me ask you a question. Do you think it was weird that they told... they All this mess got started between the two of them, Steffi and Thomas, but then they put it off onto Taylor to be the one to tell Ridge. I'm like, why would you put that off on her? Um,
1: when
0: when Steffi or Thomas should have been like...
1: Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying.
0: They should've yeah, because she this is all new information she was right. shocked and you are going to say well you need to tell dad no you need to tell dad you the one bust this open you the one put it on blast if anybody out of that three should have said anything cuz i know Thomas wasn't it should have been Steffi. yeah because you don't want you exposed your brother to your mama you might as well expose your brother to your you know to your daddy Right. Well, we got to wait till next week, though. <laughs> it ain't over. Oh, my God. This is going to be bad next week. Oh,
1: jeez. I was, though. I was. So, last week, mm-hmm. I was thinking that, you remember when um Carter was kind of eavesdropping on Bill and Brooks' conversation? Mm-hmm. And the last week, I think the spoilers or the rumors made it seem like he was going to confront Bill about, um, I don't know, almost kind of def- like he was trying to defend Brooke and Ridge's relationship, but that's not what it was. It was him listening to all of the stuff he was saying to Brooke,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and then
1: when Katie came in saying pretty much all of that same stuff to Katie, and mm-hmm. he confronted, you know, the Him confronting him ended up being about him being a hypocrite and how he's basically professing his love to both sisters and not being honest with Katie about what he was doing there. So I was relieved to know that that's what it was because last week I was thinking it was going to be another Brook crusade where he was going in there trying to defend that uh, Brooke and Ridges relationship. But yeah. I can't believe,
3: mm-hmm.
1: I cannot believe Bill went in there said all of that stuff that he said to, to Brooke about how she's really the woman that he loves and wants to be with. It's always been her. She's been the only woman for him all these years. And then Katie walks in and he's gonna turn around and tell her, I need you to take me back. We need to be together. It's gotta be me and you. And it's like, how crazy do you have to be to do something like that to where you're confessing love to one woman and then doing it to the the next woman that walks in like 5 minutes later confessing your love to her. Yeah,
0: he figured like okay. So yeah, that was cold-blooded because you figure like, oh well, I struck out with this one. Oh, here's the other one. Oh, let me try to say I need somebody. It made him look desperate. But it also yes. made him look very manipulative and, yes. um, you know, which is what Carter heard. Like, how are you gonna tell Brooke one thing and then when Katie, when she turned you down and reject you, you turn around and then you end up talking to Katie talking about you wanna be with her now. Right. Girl, I was too through with that. And then has had the nerve
1: to tell Carter to stay away from Katie. And it's like, you literally just told Brooke That she was the only
0: woman for you. But you want to try to dictate
1: Katie's love life now too? Because
0: Brooke doesn't want you. Exactly. That was so crazy (laughs) to me. It's like, dude, are you serious right now? So, you can't get Brooke because Brooke is stuck on Ridge. You can't get Katie because Katie realized that you own some BS. Plus, she interested in Carter. And then Carter tells you Because he was caping for Katie. Which, Uh I get it. But, Carter, I mean, Bill is like, only thing is, I was like, I don't know if that's a fair fight, though. (laughs) Carter and Bill? (laughs) Yes. I don't know about that one. I will keep that to myself. But, anywho, it's like, somebody call it a uh, um, you know I don't know if I should use this word. It's almost like having a peeing contest. Oh, <laughs> I
1: know what you mean.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, because people have shown pictures of eggplants and stuff, and it was like, what is yeah. this? Some type of contest? You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like really, it's. I'm like, oh Lord, um, it was horrible what Bill did because you can't come up in there talking to one sister, she cuts you off, and then the other sister comes in, and then you're like, oh, okay, I got another option. Yeah.
1: And that's why I'm hoping that even, even if they don't put Bridge and Brooke back together mm-hmm. now because of that little thing, which mm-hmm. Bill was already, he was already kind of annoying me anyway because. I felt like he was disrespecting Katie to his sister mm-hmm. by saying all the stuff he was saying to Brooke about. It's always been her. She's always been the only one for him. But even more so because of this last scene with him, um, I I don't even want Brooke with him now mm-hmm. because I don't think he deserves it. I think he deserves to be alone and both, both of the sisters reject him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yup. I agree. I so agree. I'm just, uh, you know, he it ain't over because then he's going to have a face-off with Deacon next week, too.
1: What, trying to mark his territory again huh. with him? Huh. How, sure. he, uh, my, how are you going to try to dictate two women who don't want to be with you huh. their love lives? <laughs> Like, both women have turned you down. Both of And you're of still them. trying to
0: tell these men that they can't have nothing to do with you? I mean, honestly, before this whole thing that he tried to do with the two ladies, I was like, mm-hmm. Brooke, just go take Brooke, go take Bill back and get over it. But after that, I was like, oh, no, Mm-mm. that was, yeah. that was bogus. Um, yeah, that was us. Okay, so did we cover everything?
1: I'm uh, pretty sure we did. Oh, you know what we didn't um, mention? Hmm. Was Chelsea and Johnny.
0: Oh, I mean, from the Young and the Restless. Yeah. Play.
1: But mm. I thought that that was um,
0: Really cool. I thought
1: it was nice that they yeah, that they sat down and that Johnny went over to her and wanted to talk.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. Yep, I honestly, And I thought, Go ahead.
1: I was just going to say, I thought Victoria was going to. Snap. Be, yeah, mm-hmm. be kind of, you know, studious about it, but she seemed to accept it.
0: Mm-hmm. She sure did. I was shocked because she gave Billy the big old. The way she looked at him shooting daggers with her eyes, I was like, ooh, mm-hmm. she mad. Yeah. But then she calmed down after... Everybody tended to calm down after they found out what Chelsea was going to do on their roof. Right. Because other than that, people couldn't stay on that girl. Right. Right. I mean, that's the honest truth. I mean, she she really rubbed a lot of people the wrong way in that town. Except for maybe Sharon. Sharon really forgave her for everything. But um, everybody else... Yeah. mm Nope. Yeah. So. All right, girl. Let's go ahead and do our final things. We got to do our flip the script and our, uh, who's taking some seats this week. So, what you got for the Young and the Restless and the
1: Bold and Beautiful? Um, my Young and the Restless flip would have been, um, so when Adam... Was telling Sally that she's basically wasting her time with Nick because the only woman he's ever loved was um, Sharon. Mm-hmm. They would I would have liked to have heard Sally say to him, "If that's the case, then why aren't they together now?" Exactly. Yeah. Um, although I don't I don't know maybe she just doesn't know enough about their history to have that kind of comeback. I don't yeah, know. That's, but true. that's
0: possible.
1: It would have been funny to, to hear her say that. hmm Um, and then my flip for the bold and the beautiful. Mm-hmm. Instead of instead of like you said, instead of Steffi saying, You gotta tell dad, she should have just went down there and got ridge and brought him upstairs and they needed to have that conversation about the C P S phone call then and there instead of putting it on Taylor
3: mm-hmm. and then
1: Taylor, you know, basically walking down the steps as if her intention is to get married before mm-hmm. she says anything. Um, not that again, not that it should matter because he said he wants to marry, he wanted to marry her because he loved her. Right. But to me, there was, there was no reason why Steffi didn't just go down there and get Ridge and bring him back upstairs.
3: Right. So
1: they can talk about what happened. <clears throat> mm hmm. Um, my take a seat for y r would be Billy. I, I can't remember if I had Billy last week or not. I feel like I've given Billy a a seat
0: Every several week. times in
1: the last few weeks.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, right?
1: <laughs> but his obsession with Chelsea's recovery and constantly bringing up Adam when it comes to her recovery and, and like, putting placing some type of blame on him or just having something negative to say about him um I just I want him to take a seat again this week cause it's just annoying mm-hmm. like just you worry about your relationship and mind your business and if Chelsea wants you or needs you for something or you know whatever and you want to be there to help her fine but stop insert, inserting yourself right which is what he's doing mm-hmm. um and then on the bold and beautiful Bill can take a seat. (laughs) (laughs) Because he flip-flops in a matter of... Two minutes. Five minutes. (laughs) Yeah. From the time... Actually, it wasn't even five minutes. From the time that Brooke went upstairs to when Katie walked through the door, like, 30 seconds later, he had already flipped over to, I want to be with you now. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. He sure did.
1: Yeah, Bill can have a seat.
0: Okay. Gotcha. All right, so... um. My, um, flip the script for the Young and the Restless would have been that whole thing at the Thanksgiving for, uh, the Abbott. They should have told her, if you cannot t- tolerate Diane or keep your mouth closed, you need to leave. I mean, seriously.
3: hmm
0: I mean, I understand she you pissed or whatever, but Kyle wants her there. So... Be an adult. You gotta deal with people at work you don't like. Guess what? You're gonna have to deal with. <laughs> You're gonna have to deal with your nephew's mama for a hot minute. She ain't gonna be there for about a couple hours. Get it together. Yeah. Um. And then for bold, flip the script. Um. Whew. Jeez. <laughs> Woo. Where do I go with this one? I would have had Steffi whisper in Douglas' ear and say, tell your grandpa to come up here.
3: Mm.
0: Okay. Because you know, when she decided to take that phone, go get your grandpa. You know, say something like, go get your grandpa. And yeah. he'd go down there and while they're going back and forth and back and forth, he would have came up there. What What the heck is going on? That would have been a good cliffhanger. Yeah, you know what I'm saying so that would have been my flip for that Um, to take a seat this past week is Drunk Adam and I'm sorry Adam I gotta do that to you (laughs) because I'm normally a fan but you don't propose drunk dude and then you show up at somebody's house apartment talking about oh I still love you and you Nick is only with you as a replacement for somebody else, like dude, if you don't sit down <laughs> somewhere and get yourself sober, so I'm gonna have him take a seat, let me get you a cup of coffee, or whatever other concoction we can put together to get your head on straight yeah. and, <laughs> and then, um, for the bold <laughs> and the beautiful man. I don't know I'm mm, mm, I don't know I mean cause you you already gave Bill a seat right mm-hmm. Thomas is just too easy
1: you can give Thomas a seat Thomas
0: Thomas was needed a seat for about two months now yeah I mean I might want to get him a seat where Chelsea was at a couple weeks ago <laughs> Be like, dude, come with me. You know, we need to have a sit down and talk. Take him up there and he get a chance to... What's that doctor name that Chelsea had? I forgot her name. Yeah, you, I don't remember. You need to talk to somebody, dude. I mean, seriously. Because all that gaslighting you did up in that room, I'm surprised if you had to let match, it would have just blew up in there with so much gas up in there. I mean, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I... I'm oh I'm like, dude, why? Oh no, no, it's nothing. Oh Mom, go get married. He loves you. Don't worry about what Steph says. She don't I mean, she just he gaslit each one of them one by one. He tried to. He tried work. to, right. He well, tried it didn't to work for
1: Stephanie
0: anyway. Yeah, he tried to. It didn't work for Douglas either. The only person Yeah. I mean, only thing I will say, right quick, is in regards to Taylor because she's up there conflicted about this. Yeah, because um, on Wednesday's episode, it left that cliff cliffhanger. Even though she before she walked down that aisle, you knew what was up. There is no yeah. way you should have walked that aisle before get because he lied to you. He he lied to your face. He told you, "Don't worry about that. Don't do nothing." Uh, he lie of omission. That dude lied to you.
1: Which is why when he does find out, he shouldn't be mad at Taylor. Because yeah. he told her. Yep. this is I'm not marrying you because of the CPS call.
0: Yeah, because they both lied. You kept yeah. the fact of what Thomas did from him. And he kept the fact of what happened with the CPS called, him thinking it was Brooke. So it's a wash, like you said, at this point.
1: Yeah.
0: So we'll see, girl. But look looked like we had a lot to talk about. I thought it was going to be a little bit shorter. But I know we had a few technical difficulties. So, um, oh, yeah. But we got through it. Um, you know, I ain't worried about it. All right, you guys. So let's see. Look out for the blow-up next week of the wedding. Um, the reconnecting of Adam and, and and Sally. Jeremy Stark is coming to town. And, let's see. Oh, and Deacon and, and Bill face off next week, too. Yep. And then there's going to be a rift between Adam and Nick, and Victor has to get involved, so... That's all I got, girl. Alright, so we're gonna end girl. it. Um, Trish should be back with us next week. She's been on a serious vacation for the last three weeks. Yeah,
1: good for her. <laughs> I
0: need some of that. I mean, with well, the tr- I'll, I'll be on
1: vacation
0: next week. Oh, so you won't be here next week. Okay. mm Okay, so Trish hopefully should be... She just... She messaged me saying that her whole family... She got a house full of people this weekend. So she'll oh, be nice. back next week, huh? Okay. Yeah. All right, girls. I mean, girls. All right, everybody. Because <laughs> I know there's everybody. listening. um, stay tuned next week. Also, if you want to check out the spoilers for the week of the twenty eighth through December second, they um, well, the Bold and Beautiful is already up on the YouTube side, so go check that out. And the daily recaps. For both shows is on the YouTube side of CBS Soap Dish Recap. And we will see you all next week. Have a good one, you guys. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yes, have a good holiday weekend. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at the Young and the Restless. Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans Group. We are 29,000 strong, and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms, such as via RSS, so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more.